How to stop looking at porn for smart, family-oriented men who want to learn to sustainably let go of porn in a way you can enjoy and look forward to. Learning to be proud of the man that you are. I'm Danny Pullman. I'm a certified life coach. I've been coaching guys on this for several years now, have been in the porn quitting game for years beyond that, and I use this podcast to share what I've learned. This is a movement. It is happening. Join with us and start winning against porn. Hey guys, today I'm going to talk about something that came up in a session with a client today and not sharing names, but just going to share some of the ideas that came up because these are common things that I see with people and I'm sure that many of you will be able to relate on some level with this. Um, And it's just really useful, helpful, impactful stuff uh, for when you're looking at achieving goals that have felt impossible to you that you've felt stuck with at times right so so with my client today um i'm just gonna i don't know call him sam how about that i'll call him sam with sam he uh he brought this up because he he could tell that there was something kind of blocking him in this area and he suspected that so i think that's why he brought it up um but he was talking about how he feels bad after uh, looking at porn. And so I asked him, why? Why do you feel bad? And to a lot of people, um, when they hear that question, like, I want to invite you to hear it with with beginner's eyes or a beginner's mind, <laughs> or I guess it would be beginner's ears. I want you to ask that question in a new way as though it was the first time you'd been asked it like why do you feel bad when you look at porn and just slow down with it for a minute why do you right why do you feel bad and some people will say well that's because when you do something like porn it makes you feel bad like doing that thing is what makes you feel bad right um and so but then when you start learning about the brain and that feelings are caused by thoughts and thoughts are optional then it can start to change our understanding of this right so basically what we realized is that he was feeling bad and it's because he was telling himself that he did something wrong right he did a bad thing where does that come from right where did he learn that thought do we have to think that about porn no, it's actually optional, right? But this is something a lot of us have just sort of learned and practiced so much that it, we do it without even thinking, right? Like, no, you look at porn, you're supposed to feel bad, right? Because it is bad, and I did something bad, and then when you do something bad, you're supposed to feel bad, right? And then if there's a religious component, um, like for Christians uh, or Mormons, I work with a lot of Mormons too, um, they're... Uh, can be this idea that well then I feel bad and that means that the spirit has left like the the Holy Spirit is not with me and um, but who says that's for sure right like we look at porn and the spirit's gone that's just the rule right I want to invite you just to question that um so just on the topic of the spirit, right? If you think about, and this is just one example. So if you're not religious, then don't worry about this part. But you might relate on some other way, on some level. Um, 
But here Jesus is like, hey, I have this great gift for you that's so helpful, and it's supposed to help you in your times of need and help protect you and teach you and guide you, help you to connect with me while you're on this planet. It's this wonderful gift. But if you're struggling or making mistakes, then I'm taking it away. You don't get it. To me, that just doesn't make sense, (laughs) okay? Um, That's how I used to think about it, Um, but now that doesn't make sense to me because if if I think about Jesus even while he was in this life, right, on this planet as a mortal, he was there with the people who were struggling and who wanted to learn new, more empowering ways to approach things in their life. And he was in the trenches, so to speak, right? And so it just doesn't add up to me. Um, To me, if there was ever a time that the spirit, this gift from God was going to be there more than any other, if he's a loving God, then I think the spirit would be with you in moments like that. So then it's like, why do I feel so bad? Like, let's say the Spirit was with me all those times, and I still felt bad. So why did I feel bad and the Spirit wasn't with me, right? It's kind of a new thing to ask. And um, and the answer is because of your thoughts. You're thinking thoughts that made you feel bad. That's it, right? I did something wrong. Porn is bad. I did a bad thing. I'm bad for doing that bad thing. A lot of times it's some version of one of those, right? I'm supposed to feel bad because it helps me to be forgiven, helps me to forgive myself, it helps me to not do it again in the future. Does it? Does it actually help you to not do it again in the future? Because I know a lot of people who come to me and they've been doing this I'm bad, it's bad dance for years, and they're still looking at porn more than they want to. So does it help? (laughs) Right? Um, In my experience personally and with people I work with, the more that we can let porn just be a neutral thing, uh, the less relevant it becomes, the less power it has, and the more we just get to live life the way that we want to, with or without porn, right? Um, the alternatives that we started talking about here were, okay, then what's, what's the flip side of this? Like, oh yeah, this is what I wanted to share. He, we, he shared with me that something he really values is, um, learning and finding solutions to problems and implementing cool new things that he learns that are just really useful and solutions, right? So he values that. And some just a side note here for you guys is when you're doing mindset work, get clear with yourself what your values are. What are the things that you really value, right? And then bring them in the mix um, when you're asking, okay, how do I want to think about this? And what helps me to live in line with my values, okay? I'll show you why this is important here with Sam because... Um, what Sam realized is, well, I asked him, I was like, okay, so you have this tool called write it down and move on that we use in the chain breaker process, right? And um, it helps you to to shift out of judgment into curiosity, to turn your fails into stepping stones that are moving you toward your goal, right? And um, so we have this tool 
and curiosity. He's he already knows that curiosity is super helpful, and um, so he's wanting to learn and find those solutions and implement them. And so I asked him, okay, so Sam, when you are focused on I did something wrong, and you're feeling those feelings, the hurt or remorse or gnawing, right? There's like a pain that comes with it. He said. Um, caused by the thought, not from what he did with the porn, but the thought he had about what he did with the porn. So you're thinking this thought, you're feeling this painful feeling, and feelings drive your actions. So when you are looking at how this affects you and whether you can, just your ability to get in curiosity mode and to learn and grow, does it help you or not? And he said, honestly, it makes things more foggy right so here's this value that he has he wants to be able to learn and grow find solutions problems and implement them and this thought pattern saying i did something wrong when it comes to porn is actually getting in the way of him living in line with that value it's making things foggy and making it harder for him to find those solutions and learn what he wants to learn Right, so this is just a great example. Um, this just because this is how it is for Sam doesn't mean it's going to be that way for every single person. But I will tell you that I can totally relate to this, and um, and I see guys all the time who can relate to this, and who find it very useful to shift their thinking into something different. Like, what if porn really isn't about right and wrong? Right, porn itself. Like, what if what if we don't make it about good and bad or right and wrong so much? And it's just this thing, and we get to learn about how it affects us when we do it, and we get to choose, do we want that in our life or not? And if you want to learn to not want it, then that's an option, right? And let's get clear on why. Anyway, so um, maybe it's not good or bad, Right? And something that I find very empowering uh, for me and for a lot of guys is in this kind of situation, we're trying to learn from what happened. So rather than tell ourselves, I did something wrong, what if we tell ourselves, hey, I've got this brain, this organ in my body called a brain, and it's actually working just right with how I've learned and how I've practiced with it and how I've trained it. It's working just right. So nothing actually has gone wrong, right? I looked at porn for some really good reason, and let's find out what that is. And if I'm wanting to learn to do life without it, then let's really just stay curious, find out what it was, why I did it, and and let's learn from it and make some adjustments going forward, right? And you just do that kind of one thing at a time till you get where you want to get. And soon enough, you've retrained your brain and you're going without porn with ease for weeks or months, and um, and that's how it can work. It's amazing. It's awesome. I didn't used to know that that was possible, right? Anyway, um, so rather than I did something wrong, like, you know what? Things are working just right. My brain's working just right. Not that we're saying that a brain wants porn automatically. That's not what we're saying. Because that's a learned thing. If you are someone who wants porn a lot, it's because you've learned to 
want porn a lot, okay? Brains don't just come wanting porn. But with your past experiences, with how you've interacted with porn, and with all of the things you've learned about porn through the years, messages through the media or shows or people, role models, leaders, whatever, with all those messages, it makes a lot of sense that you just looked at porn, right? And let's just get curious about what's there and tweak it till we can do things without the porn, if that's what you want. So things are working just right, working by design. That's just uh, something I wanted to share with you, okay? And then um, the other side of this, and this is something that came up with uh, with several different people this week, and when that happens, I just feel like, you know what? Podcast. This is going in the podcast. <laughs> Almost like the universe has a, a theme that it's guiding me toward to share with you guys. And I really do think that happens. So um, this is one I, I do just feel inspired and guided to share. Um, and it's a basic one. But basically, uh, with Sam, it came up again today. And uh, he's like, how do I create these habits each day of working on myself, right? And so I asked him... I was like, okay, Sam, feelings drive actions, right? What kind of feeling or energy is sort of behind that question that you're asking? Is it like an open and flowing one or a tight and constrictive one? And he said, well, I guess it's kind of tight and constrictive, almost like I have to do something, right? And even the question itself is, it's like, um, he also asked, like, what is like the good amount to do each day? And even that question is just kind of closed and constrictive because um, there's not actually a right answer for everybody. And then even for individuals, um, you can do what fits with your style, but sometimes it can go a long way in habit formation process to just allow for some seasonality and flexibility and flow, meaning... Some weeks you might want to commit to some sort of mind, man mind management practice every day. And other weeks it might make sense to not do it every day, right? And it's not those actual actions that are making the changes in your brain as much as the kind of thinking and feeling and practicing along the way, right? Those actions can help you to practice um, but they're not required. They're not the thing that does it because ultimately it's you choosing to change your thoughts about things, right? Um, and allowing for different seasons in your life, right? Like sometimes you'll just have different things going on or you'll bring a baby into the family or you're starting a new job or you just moved or about to move, right? Like let the habits be different during those times. Make room for that, Right? Make room for times where you just let yourself kind of have a, a break from managing your mind. Um, and anyway, so we, we talked about this together, and, um, and the question that he had come up was, well, how do I find that free feeling in my commitment, right? And I was like, that's the question right there. <laughs> that is it. How do you find that free feeling in your committing? And this is just such a powerful thing to do because a lot of us, when we commit to something, we start telling ourselves, like, I have to do this because I committed or, yeah, I'm not supposed to not do these things because I committed. And, 
and we make it become this sort of taskmaster, whip us, box us in kind of thing, when we were the one that came up with the idea for the commitment to begin with. The idea is actually from us, but then we can get distracted along the way and start thinking it's this thing that we have to do that's being forced on us, right? But it's not, and it never is, because you just get to choose what you're committing to. So we want to remind ourselves this commitment comes from me, right? From me, for me, and how can I find the free feeling in the commitment? How can I do it in the name of freedom instead of in the name of box me in, constrict, right? So that's the question that I have for all of you um, that I just invite you to let your brain work on, okay? With whatever it is that you're committing to right now, how can you find that free feeling? So we want the firm commitment, right? Because there's great power in that, and that's that's a crucial thing when you're uh, looking at making sustainable changes with porn habits, right, or other habits, um, so commitment is a key piece, but also how we commit is so important. And um, so the firm commitment with the free feeling, right? How do you do those both together? I just want your brain working on that. I want you to come up with answers for yourself. And don't approach this question like, I don't know, Danny. I don't know. I want to invite you to just trust in your innate capacity to come up with answers to questions like this if you stay with it long enough, right? Einstein, I'm paraphrasing something he said. He said, I, it's not that I'm smarter than everybody. It's just that I stay with questions longer, right? And we all have that capacity. So I want you to slow down and stay with this question. How can you find that free feeling in your commitment, in your committing? Okay, that's what I'm leaving you with. See you next time. Also, I'm just going to add something on here at the end. Um, I have a new offer, and it is the Chain Breaker Process. Um, there are There's access to the course. There's a new app that I'm using for people to access it. There's a community feature. There's tracking. Um, there's There are group calls where you can come and ask your questions and get coached and learn from each other. And um, it's a new offer that I will be posting on my website Maybe by the time this podcast comes out, um, uh, but if not, it will be within a week or two after. So keep an eye out for it. Go to uh, my website, dannypullman.com, and check out the Work With Me page if you click on Work With Me, and you'll see the updated page there in the next couple weeks, Um, or maybe it's already there, depending on when this gets posted. And I want you to know about it because it's awesome. We already have a few guys in there, and I think this is going to be amazing and a way to uh, reach more people with these awesome tools and also for people to kind of come together and experience that benefit of being part of a movement together, being part of that community. And there's so much healing that comes from doing that in the group dynamic Uh, So for those of you who feel like, oh man, that might be something for me, um, go check it out on my Work With Me page on my website, okay? And uh, you can message me, ask me questions about it, 
and uh, I'd love for you to see it, okay? If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, I want to invite you to rate it and to share it with one or two people you think could also benefit. The podcast is available on all the platforms, wherever you like finding your podcasts. If you want more information on what I offer, go to dannypullman.com and make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. And remember, we're talking about porn, but this is about so much more than just porn.